Hello again, everybody. This is Damien from the Language Caster team, and you are listening to the Learn English Through Football podcast. We hope you are all well and keeping safe wherever you are around the world. Um, I'm in London, where the weather is still clear and sunny, but we are, like many others, in lockdown, meaning, of course, that we have to all stay at home. Now, as regular listeners know, the Language Caster team is made up of myself here in London and Damon, who is based in Tokyo. Uh, we have many years of experience of recording a podcast in different time zones. And uh, as I mentioned in our last podcast on Monday, we're going to continue producing our football language podcast over the next few weeks, in which we discuss some of the words, phrases, cliches, expressions and sayings from the beautiful game of football. We are in the process of adding more content to our football language website here at LanguageCaster, including a new football language quiz on non-English words in English football, another quiz on football pitch markings, uh, thanks to my local park for this, while we have also reposted a listing report from 2011 on Johan Cruyff, which includes a transcript and vocabulary support. Você está escutando languagecaster.com Now, on today's podcast, we go back to a match from the 2014 World Cup in Brazil between Spain and the Netherlands, which really helped to kickstart the tournament as it produced one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history and, of course, provided one of the most famous goals as well. We've done this game as we've decided to follow some of the iconic World Cup games that FIFA.com are currently showing on their website. First up, we give a little background to the game, then we look at some of the words and phrases used to describe the game, before finishing with a what happened next roundup at the end. Yes, that message was in Dutch, which is of course very appropriate, as today's podcast is all about a game from the 2014 World Cup in Brazil, between the then holders Spain and the Netherlands. Indeed, these two sides had met in the final four years previously, with the Spanish side winning thanks to an extra-time goal from Andres Iniesta, suggesting that this was viewed as a type of revenge game for the Dutch. They were on their way back after a poor performance in the 2012 European Championship when they lost all three matches and failed to progress from their group. But under manager Louis van Gaal, they were starting to re-emerge and were expected to challenge Chile to qualify from Group B, behind the Spanish of course. In fact, in our Group B preview before the tournament, we tipped the Dutch to make it through along with Spain. Well, I was in Brazil at the time in Recife in the northeast of the country and had arrived a couple of days previously from Hong Kong and was still feeling the effects of travelling for almost 24 hours. So much so that I had fallen asleep during the opening match between Brazil and Croatia and only woke up when I heard Brazilian fans celebrating in the streets. I watched the Spanish versus the Dutch game the next day in my room after being slightly disappointed at the turnout of the FIFA Fan Fest for the earlier game between Cameroon and Mexico, which the Central Americans won easily. I wasn't disappointed, however, in this game. 
Spain 1, Netherlands 5. The game was played in Salvador on a hot and rainy day. Both sides wore their second kits, Spain in white and the Dutch in blue. And just before the 30th minute mark of the first half, Spain scored from the penalty spot after the referee awarded a rather soft penalty. But just before half-time, the Dutch responded with one of the most iconic goals in World Cup history, a looping header. Other ways to describe it include a diving or flying header from their captain, Robin van Persie, that changed the complexion of the whole match and for Spain, their whole tournament. In the second half, the Dutch soaked up the Spanish pressure and hit them on the counter-attack to score four more unanswered goals. Ian Robin, who had missed a one-on-one chance to win the 2010 World Cup four years earlier, was the chief tormentor of the Spanish, as his direct running caused them huge problems as they went chasing the game. The Bayern Munich winger scored the second goal when he sprinted through the defence, while the third goal was scored by De Vries, his debut international goal, after Spanish keeper Casillas flapped at a free kick. Both Robin and Van Persie finished with braces, but could easily have both scored hat-tricks. Van Persie rattled the crossbar with a dipping volley. That is, he crashed his shot against the crossbar, as the Spanish completely collapsed, and frankly were lucky to escape with a 5-1 thrashing, or as the commentator called it, a hiding. What happened next? The result sent shockwaves around the football world, as this was the heaviest defeat by a defending World Cup champion. It was also the biggest defeat for Spain for over 60 years. Indeed, prior to this game, the Spanish keeper Casillas had conceded only six tournament goals, stretching back 19 matches, while it also blew open Group B. Now, Spain were always known as slow starters in tournaments, but the damage inflicted in this game was too much for them to overcome. They were beaten 2-0 in their next game against Chile, which eliminated them from a competition that they had been one of the favourites to win. As for the Dutch, they finished top of the group with three wins and a 100% record, and then went all the way to the semi-finals, where they eventually lost on penalties to Argentina. They then finished a very successful campaign by defeating host Brazil 3-0 in the third and fourth place playoff. Okay, that's it for now. We'll be back at the weekend when we take a look at another iconic World Cup match from FIFA's World Cup archives. And this time, we'll be watching the Netherlands again versus Brazil from the 2010 World Cup quarterfinals in South Africa. Before we go, don't forget that you can contact us here at LanguageCast via our various social media platforms. That's Facebook's Learning English Through Football, Twitter, Pinterest and Instagram. Spread the word, ask a question on our forums, make a suggestion, uh, let us know what you remember from the Spain-Netherlands match or drop us an email at admin at languagecaster.com. Bye-bye.